0: Welcome to the podcast, From Our Home to Yours, with Nancy Campbell, founder and publisher of Above Rubies. It's well, where we learn to forgive in that home. I have someone to introduce to you today. Her name is Cassie Fox, and Cassie, can you believe it? She is the mother of a living children but not just 11 children she has 11 sons how about that and Cassie is expecting number 12 and Cassie what is this little one
1: number 12 is also a boy
0: (laughs) isn't that exciting she is going to be the mother of 12 sons Oh, I just think that is so amazing. So I'm going to be chatting with Cassie today and I know you're going to enjoy it so much. But I had a couple of questions for you uh, before we start chatting together. And uh, I wanted to ask you, um, maybe you have listened to the last series I just finished last week. A series of six podcasts called Let's Get Back the Glory. And it was all about clothing and how the Bible tells us how to dress. Isn't it amazing how God is so interested in everything that we do? He even gets down right down to the nitty gritty of um, even how we're meant to clothe ourselves anyway I had a question to ask you I wonder as you listened to these podcasts did you change uh, in any of your attitudes about this subject did you change the way you dress in in, about this subject I wonder wow actually I've got to stop for a minute highway um I just thought I'd ask because I read this scripture yesterday morning and I've always been challenged by this scripture but I was challenged again. It's Mark 4, 25 And Jesus said unto them, Take heed what ye hear. With what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that hath, to him shall be given. And he that hath not, from him shall be taken, even that which he hath. That's challenging, isn't it? I believe that when we embrace what God speaks to us from his word, if we will not just listen to it, but actually take heed, embrace it into our lives, that God will give us more. I want more revelation, don't you? I'm just always searching for more truth. But I can only get that as I will obey that which he already gives me. And it's such a challenge when he says to those who don't have, I mean, if we don't take notice of what God is saying to us, well, he takes away even what we have. But those who receive, he gives more. So I just trust that, that series was a blessing to you. I know there were challenging parts, but they were all from the Bible. And I had to even change my own ways. Um, That's what we have to do when we read the word, don't we? And another question. My last podcast at the end, I shared a scripture uh, that I have just Currently, been memorizing because I feel it so relates to this hour in which we are living, and it was Revelation fifteen verse two, where John was looking into the heavenly realm, and he said, "I saw as it were a sea of glass, mingled with fire, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast and over his image and over." his mark, and over the number of his name. That's powerful, isn't it? John saw these people in the heavenly realm, around the throne, because they had overcome. They had overcome the beast. Well, maybe they had their heads chopped off for overcoming Maybe they got there by being martyred, but somehow they overcame in a time when they could not even buy or sell if they took the mark of the beast. And we know, don't we, um, that that's something we must never, ever do. We must be teaching our children that they have got it right in their very being because they will be faced. Our children, I know, will be faced. We, we don't know when this is going to happen. We've had a lot of practice runs in these last eighty months. And we have a practice run even now when people are being forced to take this experimental vaccination And people are taking it because, oh, they might lose their job, or or they can't go and shop, or they can't do this, or they can't do that. Well, I don't believe this is the final mark of the beast, but my, it is a great practice run. And are we overcoming now? Because I really wonder, if we cannot overcome in what we're facing now, how will we overcome in that time? And I just wanted to remind you about it again because I suggested to you that you memorize the scripture with your children so you can say it out loud together every day because at some time, will it be soon or will it be further away? We don't know. But we know it's coming at some time. And we have to be ready. We have to exercise our courage muscle. We have to prepare and we have to... Uh, prepare our children that they will be strong in this hour to stand for God and never cave in to the plans of the enemy or ever take that mark of the beast. And so get hold of that script. You haven't done it yet. Can I remind you again that you will. Seek to try and memorize it with your whole family and say it over because it's so powerful. I mean, four times it says over And and that word over means to prevail, to conquer, and uh, to have the victory. And that's a spirit that we have to get in our very beings, isn't it? Okay, that was just a little reminder to you. And uh, so now I've got Cassie here. We've got to talk to her. So Cassie, it's so great to have you. And um, I'm just getting to know you. And I think we'll get to know one another more in the future because uh, my granddaughter, Cherish. Cherish is one of Serene's daughters. And Cherish and Cassie's son are courting. And his name is Ben. Well, we love Ben. He is such a fine young man. And we are so happy about Cherish and Ben.
1: Are you happy about them? I am too. Cherish matches Benjamin perfectly. She was made just just for him, I think. Yes. (laughs) Yes,
0: they're just so beautiful together. And uh, it's so funny because they've already got the wedding date organized. January 22nd, isn't it, I think? You don't know? (laughs) That's what Cherish (laughs) told me. She said she's (laughs) got the date, but I don't think he's even popped the question yet. yet. So they've got the wedding date and he hasn't popped the question. How about that? (laughs) Isn't that amazing? But anyway, we're looking forward to that. It'll be great for Cherish to get married because Cherish has been a bridesmaid, I think, now about ten times. (laughs) She must be the most popular bridesmaid in the history of the world, I think. So uh, that will be so great and um, Cherish is one of Serene's adopted daughters and uh, Serene and Sam adopted quite a number of children but there were three siblings and that was Sila and Isaiah and Cherish and Sila is married, oh Sila, she's so beautiful most beautiful girl and uh, beautiful wife beautiful mother of six children and she also fosters children she's just so amazing and then isaiah he's getting married um oh, at the end of this month september is it it's yes, very soon about <laughs> three weeks or so yes he's getting married to Addie, who was an above ruby's girl and that's going to be beautiful. And then Ben and Cherish will be getting married. So great. And um, I haven't got to know all your family yet. We know Joey because we see a lot of Joey. I think um, they came into our lives because Joey and Ben were working with CMS, weren't they? Uh-huh. CMS is the manufacturing plant of Trim Healthy Mama. and uh, But I think um, Ben, he now works, he's building now, yeah. isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I was talking to Joey on Sunday, and I said, oh, do you know I'm going to interview your mum uh, this coming week? And he said, oh, yes. And I said, what shall I ask her? Mm-hmm. And do you know what he said? No. He said, oh, just ask who, his fa- who her favourite son is, oh. because it's me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a competition they all have I hope mm-hmm. they all think they are that's oh, the goal <laughs> yes.
0: that reminds me did you notice ladies in the latest magazine Above Rubies Above Rubies 98 which I'm sure you have received and um, <coughs> there was an advertisement there for a t-shirt which says I'm the favorite and uh, it was um, Alison Hartman actually she wasn't the first to get that it was um Oh, it was another friend of mine who thought of that. And, um, and anyway, but they put it together. So you can go to the magazine and you'll see the link and you can buy a T-shirt, I'm the favorite for everyone <laughs> in your family. And, and they've got them for every size. So you can go around and everyone in the family's got their I'm the favorite. <laughs> I think that's such a great idea. Yeah. So anyway, Cassie, you were telling me that, you know, when you got married, they said that you wouldn't be able to have
1: children. What how well it's actually before that. It was right yeah. after I met my husband. We were dating mm-hmm. and um I was sent from the college I was at to a doctor because I was having I had, had problems for years. And uh the doctor up doing surgery, I had cyst. I had um, all this before you were before married. I was married, and yes. um, just uh, he said, I had endometriosis and several other things that I don't even remember because I didn't understand. <laughs> I was and 18. And
0: endometriosis old. is usually uh, you know causes infertility, yeah. yes.
1: And he told me, um, if you do get pregnant, which you probably won't, that um, that you would probably miscarry. He's like, you're not going to carry it. And I had just found the person I was going to marry. He mm-hmm. wanted a large family, which we thought was four to six kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, we, so I, I went back and after the break between our college semesters and told him, you, you can um, marry someone else if you want. I understand. I, I can't have children. And he said, no, God told me you're the one. Mm-hmm. And he also told me we're going to have children. And he picked our oldest son's name, Cody Michael, and he's like, That's gonna be our, our first son's name. And um we got married a year later and I still did not have faith that I was going to, but he did. Yes. And uh he we we were married four months and I went on a women's retreat with my mother in law and the woman spoke on infertility and she you talked about Hannah and Samuel and I committed to the Lord, then I said, okay, I'll take a child however you give it to me, if you, if you want adoption, you know, however, that, um, I was trying to trust, and it was my first step in trusting, but a month later, Mother's Day, one of the women at church said, oh, next year, you'll be up on the platform for Mother's Day, and I just walked out of the church, went over to my in-laws' house, and cried, and I said, God, you know, you're not, you know, you're probably not going to give me a baby, and, um, The next month was Father's Day and my husband was on the platform and they gave him a mug because I was pregnant and he was the newest father. And um, it was just an an incredible moment, but I still hadn't completely trusted the Lord, I guess, because uh, the next month I was in the hospital with the threatened miscarriage and we went the whole pregnancy in and out of the hospital Mm -hmm. and uh, they kept stopping my um, contractions. And one time I was in there and I was panicking in the hospital, just, totally panicking, and a nurse got in my face, and she said, are you a Christian? And I said, yes, and she said, well, then pray to your God, and that, that was the moment that I just, okay, God, I completely give it to you, and I prayed and trusted him, and we did get to keep Cody. How wonderful, and
0: when was he born, was he, was he, um,
1: premature? No, he was born on his due date, February 18th, 1999, He was our first, first son, so, um, which is a miracle. And I, and I started praying not, not just to have a child, but to have a sibling for him. I wanted my, my son to have a brother. I prayed for a brother and God gave us Stephen nine months after Cody's first birthday. So they were not quite two years apart. And which I thought, okay, well that's neat. I'll have two kids, you know, we're not, you know, that's what I thought we were going to get. And then Joey was um, <laughs> only five months after I had Stephen. God gave me Joey. And I told my husband, whatever they said was wrong is fixed. This <laughs> is this is not a problem anymore, you know. And um, I didn't know Joey was a boy. We didn't have any ultrasounds. And um, God really spoke to my heart during his pregnancy and told me, and I don't only told my husband because I thought people think I'm crazy, but um, that God was going to give us a lot of sons. I said we're going to have mm-hmm. more sons. And two women, two different strangers, two different places, came up to me and said, "I'm the mother of seven sons, and I saw you, and I know you're going to have many sons." I don't know who those two women were, Mm. or ever saw them Mm. again, but um, I knew Joy was a boy then. the whole and sure enough, he was, and Mm. uh, and then Benjamin shortly came after that. So those four and. I got to keep my first four pregnancies, which was pretty incredible. Oh,
0: miracles. Isn't God amazing? Oh, yes. You know, uh, we often hear so much negative stuff from the medical profession. And so many women hear, oh, you'll never be able to conceive, or you won't be able to get pregnant, or this or that, or if you do get pregnant, something terrible will happen, or you shouldn't. But, you know, God is so much figure he's yes. amazing isn't he that is just so wonderful so you've got four boys now and um so you just what happened did you just <laughs> keep trusting god
1: we did um the next pregnancy i had i did miss carrie and it was it was very difficult and um, I was told by two different Christians, well, that wasn't a real baby. That was just, um, you know, tissue that didn't work out right. Yeah. But in Jeremiah, uh, the Bible tells us that God knew us before, yes. before he yeah. formed us. And so I knew God knew that child. And um, I, he used that to make me, um, I think, recommit myself, like, not just to take advantage of the fact that I had four children, but to a welcome any more that he would mm-hmm. give me and um he gave me twins the next time so I got I got two boys the next time and um one of them is has cerebral palsy and um he ended up with several other issues along the way but um I think that that helped me appreciate and and care for him even more because I got Mm. to keep him I got to keep you know both mm-hmm. of them and that changed our family a lot too oh, that time. I
0: guess it did. And um, what is his name again? Jacob? Jacob, yes, he, what a lovely, lovely boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is just so beautiful in a wheelchair, but mm-hmm. just so beautiful. Tell us more. Tell the ladies more about Jacob and you know what he faces in life and uh, also how it's affected your family.
1: Well, um, Jacob is the younger twin, and I, I always say Caleb was given to us with Jacob for more than one reason. He's very, very special. He helps me every every day. Today, he helped me with Jacob. Um, Jacob had uh, a stroke in my womb, well, at least three of them, and we, um, I felt them and talked to the doctor about it. The doctor kept telling me I was crazy that you can't know that you're, you know. I didn't say stroke, but I said he's not breathing. He keeps struggling to breathe. You could feel his little body. Mm-hmm. And um, when he was born, of course, that was true. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very, very long story. But um, mm-hmm. the short of it is that uh, we ended up with some different doctors that weren't always the best, and they medicated mm-hmm. him and mm-hmm. caused many more injuries, and mm-hmm. many seizures and mm-hmm. issues. And thank God for a good doctor that we finally came across when he was about five, and he helped me a lot. And Jacob, by between five and six was off all medications was much healthier um Mm -hmm. able to communicate with us to a Mm -hmm. point and um and is is just doing a lot better he's able to get saved he understands Mm -hmm. scripture Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. knows what he he loves he's been baptized he's he's able to understand so much and i'm just thankful that we were able to get him off that medication and um yeah it's <laughs> you don't have enough time for all of that. Oh stuff we went through we But I, we, we just
0: I, we just want to hear everything, don't we, ladies?
1: <laughs> no, he he's just um he's changed everyone in our family's hearts. I each of our our older boys had to help at different. Our oldest son was only seven, almost eight. Um, and he would just sit and hold Jacob because Jacob was afraid to be. Uh, his little body would just tremble if you left him anywhere. He needed to be held when he was very small. And each of the boys as they um, grew up would help feeding him and. You know, taking care of, making sure he did everything they did. And
0: how old were those boys at about that age? How old
1: were they? Yeah. When Jacob was mm-hmm. born, our oldest was uh, seven and a half. Um, mm-hmm. When his seizures started, he, my oldest was ten. So um, ten down to, uh, let's see, Benjamin would have been almost six, I think.
0: So they were just young they boys, the but they baby. learned how to minister to this little yeah. one. That's amazing
1: they all they all still do they all mm-hmm. still help make sure he goes and um Benjamin had actually been the one that asked if he, when I couldn't care for Jacob anymore if he could have him if mm-hmm. he could take care of him and I know that if he couldn't all of his other brothers are like well we will you know he's ne- god mm-hmm. placed him in the middle really he's really in the middle right now he mm-hmm. has five older siblings and five younger but um Mm. he's, they all love him and take care of him. And it's neat to see each little brother. They don't know anything different, you know, know anything different than him in the chair. Yeah. Mm.
0: I could imagine both Ben and Cherish just welcoming <laughs> him. Yes. yes.
1: They've taken him out together, they've taken him to the lake and out to eat and <laughs> do stuff with him. And, oh. and he loves it. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, it just makes me want to cry. <laughs> so <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> and, um, you know, what are some
1: of the things that they have to do
0: for him each day, you know, currently?
1: Well, um, Jacob has a feeding tube, which the majority of his nutrition goes through. He did not need that until after the medication reactions that he had. He used to eat always by mouth. Um, so and I so make. So it's really
0: those medications did so much more harm. It did. Yes. Did. Yeah.
1: So I make all of his food in a blender, the majority of his food. Mm-hmm. And then Caleb, right now, is the one that will feed him through the tube in the morning mm-hmm. when i'm taking care of the baby mm-hmm. um we have stairs in the house right now hopefully in two weeks he'll be on the same level with us but right now caleb carries him down every morning and um you know jacob's small for a 15 year old but he's over 100 pounds so it's still mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah a lot of work and um so and then i i dress him but that caleb puts him up in his his chair mm-hmm. and um uh he'll like he's with him right now He'll you know watch him and they do school together. Um, Jacob's requirements are less, but Caleb always, you know, puts on each thing or if they're doing something separate, he sets it up for for Jacob. And mm. um, if he needs anything, he. He loves beads and things to hold. Mm-hmm. So if he drops them, all the kids know. Oh, go get him that, or you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make sure he has what he yeah. he needs. But yeah, and
0: uh, he he's not sort of really able to communicate. Uh, well, how does he communicate?
1: He has yes and no sign language. Yes, and then his head for no. Um, mm-hmm. He does every once in a while say words. Mm-hmm. Um, if he doesn't think too hard, it'll come out. You know, naturally. Yeah. But um. So it's actually
0: there in his head, yes.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. He's You know, when he was younger, he could use his foot a little bit to write words, um, letters. Mm. Now that he's gotten older, he has a speaking device that it's a little hard for him to use. They're going to change it to where he can control it with his eyes. And so I'm excited about that because Mm. he knows what he wants. He Mm. knows what he likes, you know. Mm. (laughs) So he can communicate a little bit better that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm
0: sure just the greatest blessing is just the fact of him being in this big family, not only having so many to care for him, but just so much going on. Yes, I mean, he (laughs) would be totally bored in a little, maybe two-child family. What would he do? But there, he's just got so much to observe, look at, and be part of, hasn't he?
1: One of his therapists told me, I thought they were going to be very judgmental when we had our seventh son, and she said, no, all the kids in this therapy unit that have younger siblings try harder. Mm-hmm. And he did. He's he's mm-hmm. very um, protective of the younger kids. We ha- couldn't tell our mm-hmm. one born after him no. He- mm-hmm. Jacob would get upset. He didn't want us to ever tell him no. We <laughs> couldn't scold anybody. And it's <laughs> funny. Yesterday they were watching mm-hmm. the kids, and I came home, and one of my little ones had been naughty, and he kept telling shaking his head at Jacob to tell, don't tell mom I was naughty and he, Jacob kept saying no no he was fine he was fine oh, <laughs> he doesn't yeah. like the little ones to get in trouble but oh, it's really he sweet them. he tries harder around them and oh. encourages him yes oh that,
0: that is just <laughs> so amazing mm. and um yes yeah, so you know you, that's an, another amazing thing just that even though you had this special needs child you never thought of you know, s- not having any more, but how did you think about that or what?
1: No, I mean, it was definitely harder, um, but we we actually had a miscarriage after the twins that was at 17 weeks, mm. and it was a very, um, that was a very difficult loss. And um, again, it did made my heart yearn more for children, not instead of stopping it. And then, um, then we got Luke, and um it was just after th- you know, just it was such a joy, and the old boys were a little bit older, mm. and to see how excited they were mm. with him, and um, it just it brought more joy, and so that's mm. th- we just said you know, Lord, we're going to keep whether you take them from us or let us keep them, we're going to keep accepting what mm. you give and how long you give it.
0: So, so. That, that is just so beautiful, and everyone is just being the most beautiful blessing. Oh yes. And now you're waiting for another new <laughs> blessing. How incredible. But um, you had quite a few miscarriages along the way, didn't yes. you? Yes.
1: After after Luke, um, I, I got pregnant again. I assumed we'd probably miscarry again. I had a friend, because um, she had a son with cerebral palsy also, who's a doctor. She said, let me do an ultrasound for you early on. And I thought I had miscarried. So I went in, and I had twins, but I lost one of the twins. Oh. So I was able to keep blinking and um Lincoln we always say he's a twin in himself because he's got a lot of energy <laughs> but um so we were able to keep him and I thought okay well maybe the Lord's gonna like keep letting me have him and uh, we had two more miscarriages mm. after after that loss and I thought well maybe we're done you know I don't know what God's doing um mm. but he turned around we I prayed the same prayers and the same things I had before about Samuel mm. and so um after Lincoln our our child that we had was Samuel and that was probably my hardest pregnancy because I really struggled again kind of back to where I was with losing three in a row Mm. that am I going to get to keep this child and um Mm. I think he was about a day old before it was kind of I Mm. I have him like it's it's that it is over and he's he's here and Mm. he is a sweet sweet boy and um so he he actually is probably the one next to Jacob constantly lately. He he's mm-hmm. seven. Yes. But um but yeah, God let us keep him and then he let us keep um the baby after him, Brent. Mm-hmm. And so we were surprised we got two back to back again. Mm-hmm. And he's five now and very sweet. And we thought that we were probably done. You know, we thought mm-hmm. that ten Ten's big. That's a lot. <laughs> and then um, we ended up having a miscarriage, and then we ended up having a, a tubal pregnancy, and it almost cost my life. That one was mm. pretty serious. Um, they saved I, I, my ovary had exploded. Literally, oh. the tube was gone, and um, they had hours. And But the Lord brought a doctor to me that she did the surgery, and she told me, you know, you can still have children. I didn't think I could. Wow. And she said, I'll deliver them. I'll help you. And wow. um, so
0: did they have to take that? that it was gone. It was so exploded. You just have one I have
1: you? one, and I had several people tell me, oh, no, that makes you more fertile. I didn't think it did. But it did. It worked twice. I worked twice as hard now over <laughs> here. And um, <laughs> I end up with four more miscarriages, though. So I thought, well, I might be able to get pregnant. But a lot of the things I, s- I had many surgeries in that time frame, more cysts and mm-hmm. issues and all those things that kind of what the doctor told me would happen was happening. Um, and I thought we were done. And I one of them I carried five weeks, the other three 12 weeks. And so when I got pregnant, for the seventh time in, in a row there, I um, went into the doctor and said, just tell me, is the heartbeat still there or is it weak? Which one is it? And she said, the heartbeat's there and it's strong and you're going to carry this baby. Yeah. And um, she was so excited because she wanted to deliver one of my kids and mm. he, he was fine. He's tiny, but mm. he's here. He just celebrated his first birthday. Oh. and. I got pregnant again, and she told me the same thing, this baby's strong, and it's going to make it, and he's, um, we've got 16 weeks left, I think, so, yeah, yeah, Yeah. so exciting, yeah. What
0: (laughs) a beautiful story, so how many miscarriages have you had in total?
1: Total, well, a a vanishing twin, and then a tubal, and then nine pregnancies, so 11 babies. Wow,
0: so that means when this precious baby is born, you will have had 24. Yeah, what when Yes, but when's this coming, baby? 23. What a blessing. Wow. <laughs> so not only do you rejoice with all these amazing sons here, but then you've got all these surprises to meet in eternity. Yes it's just so amazing
1: yes yes. we talk about it a lot because my mom passed away in November and I'm like she got to meet them all first she's yes. probably up there rocking grandbabies that's yes. what she likes to do so Aww. she has them all so that I'm excited
0: so wonderful yeah. and that I think you know Cassie's testimony is just so encouraging sometimes when you're having a lot of miscarriages um, I know my daughter Serene has just had a third miscarriage and it's so grieving and so disappointing. I mean, a miscarriage is not just—it's not just a miscarriage. It's a life, yes. and, and you grieve this life, no matter what stage it is, whether it's in the womb or it's later, because it's life. And um, but I i am just so blessed to hear how you just kept trusting God, and I think that's the most wonderful thing. And you're getting blessed. And now you've had these two babies that are just coming. Um, you know, that last one and now this one. It's so amazing. Um, I have a beautiful... Oh, I've got lots of um, beautiful poems about miscarriages because, you know, women face this quite frequently and I love to have things to encourage them. I thought I'd read one of them to you today. Um, I love this. It's called Holding Us Both by a mother heather hamilton my little one barely formed i've never seen your face in this life i'll never hold you close and yet for just a little while my womb was your home from the moment i knew your life was in me i loved you i touched my womb and knew that you were there a miracle was being woven But something was not right. I lost you, my little one, before I got to know you, hold you close or see your face. My dear little one, my heart cries out for you with such loss and deep sorrow. But I know the Lord will hold you for me. And one day I will see your face, my precious little child. And joy will replace the grief and loss. But until that day... The Lord will hold us both. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Yes. Now, <coughs> um, have you been having all these children? You know, our current society doesn't really understand the blessing and joy of children and I think this is one of the greatest testimonies that we can be uh, in this world, is a joyful mother of children. I mean, we were revealing um, what God is like. He is a lover of children. But I guess you've had lots of negative comments as you've gone out. Have you? What are some of the things you've
1: replied or said when people say, oh, all oh, these, yours, or things like that? Oh, goodness. I, it's been a while. I usually get pretty positive, but I, you know, I, I'm proud of who my children have become, and mm-hmm. a lot uh, when I had the older ones when they were little, I get a lot of negative stuff from women. Men would always tell me I wish my wife would have more kids oh, and yes. that was in California out here it's been the opposite I'll mm-hmm. have women come tell me I wish I had more kids but mm-hmm. Usually they ask, you know, if they're, if I'm paying to feed your kids, and they're not. We're we're feeding our own children, <laughs> you know. Is it they they ask what a rude
0: question <laughs> to
1: ask? Oh. Yeah. So it you know we my husband's a hard worker mm. and our boys are hard workers and now usually the, when they find out, I, usually I get asked, you don't have six kids, do you? When they they see the little ones with me, and I say no, I have twelve. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, and I like who the four men, my mm. sons that are adults are Ben's almost there. I like who they became. They're hard workers. They're good men. They're godly men, and I like who they who they become. And I think sometimes one or two kids, people have, and they haven't turned out. You can't say something to me. My experience isn't yours, you know. So, and I think it's
0: different too. You know, people will see a mom with lots of little children and think, (gasps) "Oh goodness, (laughs) you know, how does she survive that?" And goodness me, but when people see. A mother with these big sons all around her. Fine, upright young men, hard working young men. Oh my there yeah. is not one negative thing they can say. It's
1: true. It's true. I feel like that's why I get more positive stuff and yes. and, and out here of course in, in Tennessee there's a a lot more large mm. families. So yes. you see it more frequently. But yes, mm. exactly. And it is hard in when you have to teach a child to cook or to behave or do stuff. It takes time mm. but the rewards later on, you know, it's oh, it's yes. a lot easier, you know, yes. things are easier when they're well behaved and they're oh, they're good yes, men, you know? <laughs>
0: Absolutely. It's yeah. just a joy. Yes. I often say to young mums when people look at a mum with all their little ones and say, Oh, are all these yours and I say, just beam with joy and, and say, Yes, we love children, yes. don't you? Yes. Well, it gets back on them. Don't they love children? Well, they don't know what to say. They can't say, no, I don't yeah. love children. Well, <laughs> why are they asking such a stupid true, question? <laughs> yes. Well, now you are, you know, just having this beautiful 12th pregnancy. Well, you've had more, but 12th baby coming. Um how has that affected your health Have you found pregnancy has been a blessing and that actually you've perhaps even got healthier as you've gone along
1: i think so Uh, most most of my pregnancies have been pretty smooth the first two Mm. i you know was sick a lot and had different issues there but overall healthy um i i had gestational diabetes once with the last pregnancy um but overall yes the doctor's like you're you're healthy you're strong you know and, and um God made made me to have the babies exactly. and he put them in there so that's he
0: exactly yeah. right and and I just want to encourage perhaps young mums listening today and you're hearing about this beautiful mother with having her 12th baby and uh, you think oh how could I ever do that but you know lovely ladies we as Cassie just said we were born to have babies. That's how God created us. And the blessings are so amazing. Um, I thought I would just, as we're closing, just mention some of these blessings that we sometimes forget about. Of course, we go to the scripture in 1 Timothy 2.15, where it says that women will be saved in childbearing. The New American Standard says women shall be preserved through the bearing of children, if they continue in faith and love and sanctity with, with uh, self-restraint, that word, to be saved or preserved, is an amazing word. It's the Greek word sozo. You actually pronounce it sozo. And it means, listen to what it means. It means not just to save. It means to save, to deliver, protect, Heal, preserve, keep safe, and make whole. That's the full meaning of that word. And that word is used for women. It says women will be preserved, delivered, healed, made whole through childbearing. That's not just through giving birth to a child It's the whole embracing of childbearing Of pregnancy, birthing and raising and nurturing that child And we will be saved and preserved through that it's the same word, exactly the same word uh, When Jesus healed people and he said he made them whole Isn't that amazing? Um, When he healed the woman with the issue of blood Jesus said, Daughter, be of good comfort, thy faith hath made thee whole. And if you go back to the Greek, the words hath made are sozo and whole a sozo. So it comes two times in that same word that Jesus said. I make you whole. And, And that's what childbearing does. You are made whole. It's so amazing, and you go on. (coughs) You know, when he um, healed um, blind Bartimaeus, and Jesus said to him, your faith hath made you whole. And so it goes on and on. You've read so many stories in the Gospels about that. But um, I just thought I should remind you again how um, you know so many of the things, how we are preserved, preserved, Oh, I wrote an article on this one. I'll just give you a few little tips just now. Pregnancy hormones are beneficial to the ovaries. They help to clear precancerous cells from the epithelial lining of the ovary. Now, because older women accumulate more cells than younger women, pregnancy at an older age is such a blessing. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? So. Older women can be more prone to getting these precancerous cells, which can grow. But when they see and are pregnant, they just it just clears them all out. Hallelujah! Yes. <laughs> Isn't that so incredible? Yes. It's so amazing. And then, of course, we know how breastfeeding is an antidote to cancer, to breast cancer. There's just so many um, articles written about that. And uh, I don't even need to go into them all. And, um, oh, yes, you know when you feel sick when you're pregnant, and you go through that time, oh, why do I have to go through this? But, oh, don't despair, ladies. Maybe you're going through this now. Oh, it's a good thing. Because when you feel this lousy morning sickness, remember that this hormone is the chorionic gonadotropin, tropin, <laughs> if I'm saying it right, uh, but that's the Hormone, and it's also a hormone that prevents cancer. Wow. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> so every time you can see you get sick. I mean, sometimes even mothers may miscarriage later, miscarry later, but they have been through that time, and that is all uh, anti-cancer. That hormone going through that time, that is amazing, and I love the fact that estriol. Estriol is one of the three uh, estrogen hormones that we as women have. but estriol, this particular one, it elevates a thousand times when we're pregnant. Wow, isn't that amazing? And um, yes, oh goodness me, and they have found that the this level of estriol that you have during pregnancy, it causes the risk of breast cancer to to decrease even 40 years later. Wow. Woo! Isn't that amazing? And get this. Estriol is the anti-aging hormone. Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't this exciting? <laughs> Woo! You're just gonna be yeah. Back, okay. <laughs> and um yes, I mean they, they even put estriol in anti-aging creams. I mean, you don't have to pay all that money you just get pregnant. Yes, it's so incredible. Oh, I just watched a YouTube of this woman in Australia and she's a hundred and seven years of age and she wasn't all doddery and they had to help her walking along and with her walking so no, I couldn't believe it she was walking like some fit woman of about 50 she was amazing and she had 11 children oh, wow. yes and here she is at 107, she had lots of and uh, she's going great. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yes, and of course, when you're pregnant, you have glorious oxytocin and prolactin and all those wonderful things. And progesterone, oh, goodness, that's that elevates. It jumps to 100 times more when you're pregnant. Yes, and um, progesterone guards you from breast cancer and, and it alleviates anxiety and depression, and it also improves the immune system, builds bones, improves hearing, protects from seizures and decreases allergies, irritable bowel syndrome, and uh, loads of other things. (laughs) Wow! You just get so blessed when you're pregnant. So, you know, in our society, we are told lies. This whole society is filled with lies. It's just deception and lies. And we've got to get the truth. And people are made to think, oh, if I have more babies, oh, goodness me, it'll be bad on my health. It is the opposite. Mm -hmm. Because your body was created to conceive and bear a child and give birth and nurse from your breast. And as you do these things, you have all these glorious blessings physically, but also emotionally and spiritually. Yes, but... We're, we've run out of time. Do you want to say anything
1: more? Yeah. No, just thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Oh,
0: being been so great. I know you've been blessed by Cassie's story. Oh, we'll have to tell you when this baby comes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Cassie. Let's pray. Dear Father, we just thank you that you are a God who loves life. You love life babies, you love children, Lord this is your heart, this is your plan, you created us as female uh, for the privilege and the honor and the glory of of bringing forth life into this world and Lord you, you give us all the blessings along with it, these physical blessings we thank you Lord and I pray, Father, that you will just bring each one who is listening today into all your truth, Lord God. Let us be women of truth, rather than being just kind of uh, influenced by the humanistic uh, thinking of this age. We ask it in the name of Jesus. I pray your blessing on every marriage and every family and every child and that we will all in this hour of deception walk in your ways. Walk with courage. Walk with bravery. Walk in the strength of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen.